I'm Colin Giffey. I'm Pokemaster Troy Osborne. And we're, we're the Idiot Savants. And you're listening to Crazy Train of Thought on the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. All Are you connected with me now, Ryan? Slash those prices! You just hear the little (laughs) off in the background. You're just like, oh no, here they come. Remember when we made good shit? What the fuck, man? Don't punch Baby Yoda? What? No! Kylo Ren's a little bitch. I, that's what I'm saying. He, turn, he goes from bad bitch to, to good bitch. And I feel like it's the internet's fault. We're going off the rails on a crazy train of that. Check a look. And welcome, everybody, to Crazy Train of Thought, brought to you by the Idiots of Mons. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Ryan Wolf. Uh, I am not, in fact, Colin Giffey, as I was announced at the beginning of this episode. To joining me today, I have this is Austin Torres, not Pokemaster Troy Osborne <laughs> here. This uh, is Austin, yeah. Both Colin and Troy fucking canceled like lame wads. Mm. So it's Mm-mm. just you and me flying duos today. Yeah, duos on Fortnite. Duelies. Know how that goes. Hell yeah. Do get some Fortnite dances going on. Colin said he was on his way back from Grand Rapids, and I didn't ask what the fuck he went to Grand Rapids for, but that's like a three-hour drive, so I can understand why he would not necessarily want to jump into doing a podcast immediately. Yeah, long drives are, uh, well, at least he can listen to our podcast. Yeah! Yeah. He better have. He better have. <laughs> and what did you say Troy was doing? Uh, my name is Troy, and I have a basketball game today. Uh, basically he's going to play with his son and other kids at the basketball court. So he's going to stomp the yard. <laughs> stomp the yard. Uh, yeah, he did not tell me that's what he was doing. Good luck to you, Troy, uh, in your basketball game against the four-year-olds. I hope you pull out the W, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do, is he like, do you know if he's actively playing or if he's, coaching i mean he knows jack shit about basketball it might just be playing pokemon there you know i mean <laughs> his kids playing basketball and he's <laughs> throwing pokeballs <laughs> on his phone he's shooting some hoops with pokeballs oh of course of yeah. course yeah That's yeah it's the do. same shape it's almost the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm so sorry Emmett. your dad still loves you <laughs> i i almost guarantee it he'll he probably loves you as much as he loves pokemon it is yet to be revealed, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he listens to this in like ten years. <laughs> so, Austin, um, we'll start out with a bit of what I've been playing here a little bit. I've been playing more of the Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. I've checked in with that. Um, trying to crunch it in for Game of the Year didn't go real well. Yeah. Um. I still think it's a pretty good game. I'm I'm still haven't made it off the first planet yet. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Yeah, so um, much you're missing out. But on. from what I've heard, it maybe doesn't 
get very far after you leave the first planet. Like, there's there's not really as much story there after you leave. Like, not as much to do on the remaining planets as there is on the first planet. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would say the first map is more explorable. And you're getting pretty much every inch of it. I know on the other maps, I did, I just basically went from point A to point B. Okay. And didn't really do that much exploring as I did on the first planet. Yeah. that's. I guess that is true. But I mean, there is the when you first get there to those certain planets, I mean, there's pretty interesting stuff that happens with it that you have to go and do certain stuff. And the options are endless yeah. with what you do. Um, there's different ways you can go about it. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, I I definitely agree that it's other planets aren't as interesting as the first one. Okay, well, yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with it here now that you know we got game of the year over with and stuff like that. I still think we probably made the right call with our game of the year stuff. I don't regret any of the choices that we made. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think one thing that I noticed that I maybe didn't really notice in my time before, like. It it is definitely Fallout in space, but even the fucking music, like I let it go to the pause menu, like the like I set my controller down to eat some food, and I was browsing on my phone while I was playing, yeah, um, or rather not playing, and like the kind of exploratory music kicked in, and the camera was panning around the guy, similar to Fallout, if I remember right. But like the music that was playing, I looked up and I'm like, "Did I fu- is this Fallout 4? What the fuck?" Um, but I think it has a leg up on Fallout in a couple cases in that like whenever you poke into corners, it is more often than not that you find some shit to find. So whether it's a a bin or a box that has some stuff in it, mm-hmm. and even if it's just almost like useless loot, doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. They took enough time to put a thing there for me to find because they knew I would poke at all of the corners. Oh, yeah. Um, and that does a lot for keeping me invested in what's going on in the game mm-hmm. um, and, and like keep me exploring that world. Um, I'm not, I think I'm at level four, so I'm not like super far, Oof. four or five. I may have just, Oof. may have just got to level five. And, I just took down my first mega creature. Oh, cool. In that in that first map and I got an achievement and it didn't feel like the battle was anything special. Hmm. And what was it? I um the alpha canid, I think. Alpha something the the really weird dog things that are on the first planet mm-hmm. and I I found the tactical shotgun in a uh, area that had a lot of enemies in it that was kind of hard to beat a little bit. Okay. Um, but I mostly just let my companion shoot at them while I stayed way the fuck back. So that was like maybe, I mean, the game's not difficult by any means. What difficulty did you put it on? Just just normal bitch mode like I always play on. Normal bitch mode. That's, yeah. those, those are two different modes. <laughs> normal bitch mode. <laughs> bitch mode is different than normal. Is it? Okay, well, I'm on normal mode. Okay, yeah. I If Sam were here, though, he would tell me I'm playing on easy mode because he's a tool. Easy mode. Yeah. Fucker. Fuck you, <laughs> Sam. 
but yeah, just playing on regular mode, mm-hmm. and I had the tactical shotgun, and I landed a handful of headshots, like probably three in a row, mm-hmm. and then it died, and then I got an achievement, and I was like, oh, I bet that was supposed to be difficult, but it totally wasn't, so I don't know. Maybe the tactical shotgun's like maybe... Yeah, that's a little I, OP. That's what I what I used was a tactical shotgun. It looks so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like the side on it is really well put together, and when you're looking down the gun, it feels oh, like yeah. you're holding a powerful weapon. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I like it so far. The tactical shotgun's really really good. I got it to the point where I could basically snipe people with it. Really? Yeah, you can kind of put mods on it and uh, upgrade your uh, shotgun ability. Okay. I, think, I think there's a shotgun ability. Like each each gun has their own. I'm pretty sure this is a game. Yeah, <laughs> it's too many games. Too many games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm still really liking the Outer Worlds. I hope it just stays on Game Pass. I imagine it will. Like I hope it doesn't ever leave Game Pass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Microsoft hasn't said anything about whether or not those games will stay on Game Pass. I think it would be a little disingenuous of them to remove those games and they don't really seem to be making those plays that could possibly piss players off. Like they seem very much in the players, like on the player's side right now as a company, at least in terms of Xbox. I don't see why they would. They, uh, they own. Right. They own Obsidian. Yeah. They, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, did you hear about Disney plus did they got rid of a lot of their movies? Yeah. I read that. Do you know why? It's Disney. What do you mean? They Just do, fuck you. That's they, why. They do what they want. <laughs> they, they literally do what they want. Yeah, you signed up for uh, Disney Plus to watch the Page Master, and now you fucking can't. Yep. I don't. I'm not. I can't remember if that was one of them or not. But it was definitely like ones that you'd want to watch. Like I'm pretty sure Home Alone and Home Alone Two both got or didn't make the cut um, when they were pulling the movies. They pulled those two. Yeah. And yeah, it was a handful of others that they removed already, and like. How shitty is that? Yeah. This service has been out for all of three months, and they've already removed things from it that you can't watch. And there's not... Okay, I have a problem with Disney Plus as a service, okay? (laughs) There is nothing on there that I think is any good. I am not a huge Disney fan, Mm -hmm. um, other than the stuff I've already seen, which I already own on other platforms primarily, and... Like the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is not that good. Like it's okay. I thought it was pretty good. You thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Gave me the same vibe as The Witcher. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, because he's just like The Witcher. He barely talks. Okay, well that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but whenever whenever The Witcher talks, I want to hear what he says. Whenever The Mandalorian talks, I'm kind of like, eh. Like Henry Cavill is amazing as Geralt though well yeah 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 that's that's definitely true um i think they probably went as far as they could with a like conveying emotions in a character that doesn't have a face and like because as humans you process a lot of like like emotional like i don't remember what the percentage is but a certain percentage of emotion that you process is not only in vocal tone and mannerisms but is in facial expressions Mm -hmm. so to be able to convey how a character is feeling via the music and mannerisms over facial expressions is pretty is pretty well done in that show okay okay 
That's why droids have faces because you wouldn't otherwise be able to connect with them on a on a personal level, except for like R two D two, which is done via sound. But so we connect through R two D two and sound. Yeah, like the sounds that he makes. Beep beep boop boop beep. Are you connected with me now, Ryan? <laughs> Are we connected? Are we one now? Well, when my computer would dial up when I was a kid, oh, no. obviously I felt. Oh, you just gave me chills. So yeah, I don't. I don't really like the Mandalorian for a few reasons. And one of them, I think not only um, do I not really care for the character, I guess, but it's there are parts that are boring. Like, why the fuck am I watching this? This is filler. Filler, yeah. There's so much. There's so many shots and they're beautiful shots. Like, don't get me wrong. Jon Favreau is a great director, Mm -hmm. Um, but there are so many shots. It's like. Holy fuck. Can we get this over with? Like when he's on the desert planet and you see him like travel back and forth between his ship and that guy's base or whatever the fuck it is. I don't re- exactly remember. But you see can. you see him travel like 19 times in that episode. Like half of that he's spent traveling. And like he's, uh, he's a lone ranger. Is that the point? They got to show him being by himself. Being he, being the being the tall handsome guy under the mask okay i I guess i guess but he does a fuck ton he does he does a fuck ton of traveling yeah he does um in those in that whole season and i maybe like the last episode i think is the best episode and that's the one taika watiti did oh okay, okay okay and that is definitely the funniest episode and I think it is also the most engaging in terms of action. Hey, I think that's the one where they fucking punched Baby Yoda like four goddamn times. <laughs> that's the one. Each time I was like, what the fuck, man? I'm going to punch my TV. I was like, don't punch Baby Yoda. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like legitimately punches it. <laughs> he was like, like shut like, up. Boom. <laughs> Are you still talking? Boom. <laughs> How do you get this thing to stop making noise? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking smashes its face. Like I don't, I don't know if you have kids, but I'm not sure that that's the way. <laughs> I think, I think Baby Yoda is what really kept me, kept me going with it, and it's so goddamn cute. I don't know. I don't really, I don't really like small shit like that. Like, like Baby Groot. You know, it's, it's all right. I mean, I think he's funny and all, but I don't know. It's just. I don't, know, I don't know, man. It's just, just Baby Yoda is just Baby Yoda sold it for you. Baby Yoda sold it for me. I was I was tempting to buy like a Baby Yoda plushie and just being like, "That's my baby." Anytime somebody <laughs> comes over, it's my baby. Don't touch them. Are you gonna get like a like an egg shaped craft yeah. to follow you around and you can control it from your smartwatch? I already got I got my smartwatch on right now. Bingo! There so you go. Where's your craft? I just need my craft. Get oh. your drone to fly your Baby Yoda doll around with you. And you can control it from your smartwatch. Okay. This is a future we're in already. We could do this. I could take it to work. You Well, sure. Yep. Mm. Just like he does. He takes it to work. And you take it to work. And then just put it on top of my car and have it follow me around. Yeah. Yeah. That's Did, a good idea, Ryan. Were, were you surprised by the Bill Burr, like, very extensive cameo? Which one was Bill Burr? That was... Uh... Uh, that's when they go to the containment ship i guess oh yeah yeah and bill he burr's was the... helping them get uh do that heist or yeah whatever. heist breakout mission deal he, he made a he made a what are they called uh jar jar binks's people 
he made a the Gungan a yep. Gungan joke. Yep. He's like, uh, is are you uh, is Misa a Gungan under that hat? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That wasn't bad. That was pretty funny. His, yeah, his comedy lines are pretty good in that episode. But, like, the little gun device that he has that shoots a blaster off of his back, like his backpack blaster thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was real dumb. Yeah. And it also looked really, really not real. And he's, like, running and it's, like, fucking shaking around. (laughs) And, like, oh, these props could be better, though, right? Like... We talked about them spending five million on the Baby Yoda doll. Maybe they could have put money elsewhere, though. Yeah, I mean, well, they put all their money in the egg, the egg-shaped craft <laughs> to carry Baby Yoda around. So I mean, yeah, they could have spent money elsewhere. What was your favorite part about the show? I really liked uh, what's her name, the the MMA fighter that yeah, was in it, Gina Carino. I, I really liked the fighting when they're when they're both fighting each other when they first when they first met. They walked out and they start fighting each other, and then. By the end of it, they're like pointing their guns at each other, and Baby Yoda just right there with his cup, and he just takes a sip, and then, <laughs> and the fighting just stops. <laughs> I really liked that. Um, I didn't really like the when they attacked the that camp or the the village. I didn't really like that. Uh, there was a couple weird. It was kind of weird, like that the what is it, is it called the S T A T or whatever it is. Yeah, the, the two the two legged thing. A T S T. Yeah. Yeah, A T S T. And then. I don't know. I just like kind of just walked one step. All right, shoot. I walk one more step and shoot and walk one more step. And then, oh, I fell over. Oh, no. Did you think like during that episode when they are talking about that machine, they call it an AT-AT. Did you catch that? I I remember them calling it something. Um, And I guess I, an AT-AT would be an AT-AT. But I have always not pronounced that as words and used it as like a, a, a letter. So to hear them call it an ad at, I was like, what? I didn't even, I didn't even recognize that no? because they said it as a word. Yeah. And they like, and they say it as a word and I'm like, that's not how George <laughs> come clear this up, please. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. must know. I don't know, man. It, yeah, I don't even remember. I, oh, yeah, I do remember them saying it, and then I was like, okay, I don't know what the I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what an ad ad is. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay. So then I do see it, and I'm like, oh, okay. But I didn't even realize that that ad ad meant that. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Yep. Oh man, it's weird because I've never once like maybe you know when I was a kid, but like even as a kid, the pronunciation of that. Sounds so it has always been ATAT. Yeah, it sounds so much cooler. It does. <laughs> and that sounds stupid. It does sound stupid. <laughs> so I guess maybe this, you didn't really like it. So it would be fitting that it's stupid mm-hmm. in this show. Mm-hmm. The stupid pronunciation fits the stupid use. Yeah, they fought him with sticks. Yeah, just yeah. like the Ewoks. I've seen this episode <gasps> before. Oh, and it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. There is there is a uh, a game mode on Battlefront Two. It's called Ewok Hunt. Oh God! So basically, right is that after- a modded mode? No, 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 no. It is a mode. It happens when the uh, the Death Star gets destroyed the final time, mm-hmm. and there's troops still on the ground on Endor. Right. So pretty much, there there need there's like I'd say 
16 people, I would say maybe 20. And it starts out, it's almost like infected mode. Okay. So you start out with one Ewok, Ewok and then 19 uh, stormtroopers running around and it's dark, pitch black. So the Ewoks have the advantage because you can't see shit and you only get this little light and there's only like a couple, like a normal gun and a grenade. I think that's all you get. Okay. So then when the Ewok kills someone, it's got a couple abilities. It's got this little rope thing it can throw at you. And then it like gets like some fireflies that all do damage around in this area. Uh, it's got this like little roar. I think it's oh, it's a horn. It blows a horn. Yep. It gets like yep. extra damage. Uh, there's another. I think it's like another one is like uh, yeah, extra. Da- the, you do something else. Um, and there's like traps laid around. You know the logs and there's like uh, the uh, rope and everything that yeah. just kills. So I mean. It's it's actually pretty scary, uh, and you get a pretty big size map, and you're on Endor, and you're if you start out as a trooper, you're just like you just hear the little whoa, 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 <laughs> up in the background, and you're just like oh no, here they come, and then they could all oh, the other abilities you can see in the dark as the Ewok. Okay, so once the Ewok kills someone, you know they the person that dies spawns as an Ewok, so it just continues and continues, and you have to stay alive for like five minutes, and then a, a ship comes down, and you have to get saved by it. Okay. And that's when Dawn comes. Like you as a trooper. You as have a trooper, to get, okay. yeah, to the ship. And it was actually a pretty fun mode. I had a, I got, there's a couple times where I tried to find like a good hiding spot. You so know? it's actually the other way around. You said it's Ewok hunt, and I'm sure that's what it's called, but yeah. it's actually trooper hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And All it, right. And it's actually a pretty good mode. I, I have a, I've had a couple of fun times with it. It's not a game that you just play over and over and over and over again. You play it like three four times and you're like right, right yeah all right this this, this guy, i've had enough of this right um yeah, I, I just want to throw that in there because that's a that's a pretty fun mode on there I've, I've been meaning to check back in with battlefront 2 i almost fired it up today mm-hmm. before i played some more of that of the outer worlds and i was like well i don't really have that much time i mm-hmm. don't i'm just gonna like log in and suck dick like i'm just gonna die and die and die and i don't really need that in my life right now do uh so do uh uh, co-op I think it is and then it's like you and three other people against AI okay and it's so much more fun really like there's, uh, there's sometimes where the droids are uh, the, what are the AI is like overpowered at some points but I mean they gotta do that cause you just like Troy stomping the yard you know with all those four year olds <laughs> um, but there's like they just all come there's like just a big old wave of them that attacks this one area and you you just get overwhelmed like, there's nothing you can do. And then there's other times where they, like, split up the... There's, like, three objectives they have to take, and they split them up, and they get special units. There's heroes that come against you, too. Like, if you're Obi-Wan Kenobi, here comes Darth Maul. You right. Know, it's pretty... Just, that, I mean, that's pretty fun. If, anytime I play, the, like, the actual multiplayer, it's, like you said, just die over and over yeah. again. And there's, and there's not enough heroes to go around. Yep. With co-op, there's four of you. Each one of you can be a hero. Okay. And it and it and it's still same thing where you get points in order to become a hero. You have to get like four thousand points. I don't know how many kills that is, but in order to become a hero you need all those points. Are you playing with friends or are you just jumping into matchmaking in the co op? I got a couple of friends that I play it with. Okay. But yeah, we all we all have like specific people that we like to play as. Right. Like I like to play as Kenobi and then another person likes to play as Anakin, or another person likes to play as Yoda, you know. But Okay. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. I would say it's pretty fun now. And I think it's only 20 bucks right now. That's for, not a for, bad price. For that That's a lot it. of game for not I, that much money. I wouldn't recommend the campaign. The campaign wasn't that good. Yeah. But but yeah, I would yeah. Even you can split screen in it too. 
Okay. Yeah, and you can play with a friend, and that's that's what I do with my nephew, and I, I stomp the yard with him, too. <laughs> like, stop killing me so much. Right. I'm like, I am the one. I am the chosen one. He's playing as Anakin. <laughs> um, do you... You obviously have Disney Plus, because you've seen all the Mandalorian. Yes. Um, do you think Disney Plus is worth the money you paid? No. Okay. No. I think the only thing I would watch is the Mandalorian, and then kill it. Yeah. Like, that's all we did. We watched The Mandalorian. We watched, like, one episode of that Jeff Goldblum thing. And I was like, oh, okay. I see. I see what this is. This is just, like, so much Jeff Goldblum. Mm -hmm. And, like, he... I don't... Okay. Have you seen, like, older Jeff Goldblum movies? Like Jurassic Park. Well, okay. Jurassic Park counts for sure. But, like... Going back probably even earlier than that, because I think in Jurassic Park, he was getting into the like, I'm Jeff Goldblum mode. Hmm. And like there are movies before that where he doesn't play himself. Now, to see him like. Embrace his weirdness in such a way as to be comical is an odd transition for me, mm-hmm. like definitely Jurassic Park was the first thing that I saw him in. Yeah. But he hasn't always been like a fucking weird dude. Like maybe he has in real life, but he's been able to to turn that off for his acting career at certain points. Wasn't he in a movie called The The Fly? He was. And he was like a weird monster thingy? Yep. That was a remake of the original oh, okay. of The Fly. I watched the ending of that. Did you? Yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell is this? I am not watching this. This will give me nightmares. He's a nuclear physicist or something, right? And he yeah. like creates a device and a fly mm-hmm. gets trapped in it. Yeah. And then he, yeah. Cross, he crosses himself with the fly. Yes. And I, I believe that that is the, it, that's like an 87, 1987 film, I think. But it's mm-hmm. a remake of a like 1960s film. Wow. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I've not seen that movie Um. I can't think of anything specific, but I have seen him in other stuff that isn't Jurassic Park and the parts of the fly mm-hmm. um, that I've seen on YouTube. Uh, and like he he has embraced this Jeff Goldblumness in a in a way that people have just latched onto, and I feel like it's the internet's fault. It's just him being him. That's not his fault. It's so fucking awkward <laughs> to watch. Have you watched any I'm, of that episode? I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to watch so, it. So the first episode, he starts off and it's doing like a monologue narrator thing. He's yeah. like, hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum. And then he's like, I, by nature, am a curious person. And like, it's a, it feels like he's saying it scriptedly. But maybe it's off the cuff. I don't know how much work went into this show. But the first episode is him being in the whole like that's the premise. The premise is he's curious and the they're, they're going to like have a camera crew follow around Jeff Goldblum while he's being curious and being weird wherever he goes. So it is him investigating sneakers. So that's the whole first episode is just like, and I think the episode is called Sneakers. So he goes into a, a little bit of the history of sneakers, and then he goes to a sneaker con. What? And that, that's a thing. That's a thing? That's a thing. And people there are bringing in rare or hard to find sneakers, 
and like selling them for cash and like for tax purposes, they're not allowed to film the transactions that are taking place. Oh my gosh. So there's like a dude, there's a buyer and a seller and Jeff Goldblum walks up and he's like, hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum. And like, obviously like, oh my God, hey man. Like, and they're clearly fans. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm actually not really here for that. Like I'm here to talk about the sneaker thing. You know, what makes sneakers unique for you guys? And they go into talking about it. And then um, he's like, well, how much are these sneakers? And uh, the seller's like, well, I can't really, I can't really talk about any of the pricing and stuff like that. And uh, what the? And heck? so the buyer guy, um, he was like, well, I, you know, I actually w- want to buy that right now. And the seller's like, if you guys can, you know, we can't, you can't film this part. Holy so if you guys cow. can just go off to the side real quick and like, we'll do our transaction, then you can come back. And like, it feels like a part that should have been cut out, but they left it in. <laughs> And so they go over and Jeff Goldblum is like wildly speculating as to why the camera crew (laughs) and him had to leave the transaction. Oh my gosh. And like, it's weird. And then he goes to Adidas, which he pronounces Adidas. Mm. Cause I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure that's how you're supposed to say it. Oh really? But like also he's American. So it's, it's probably Adidas. And, uh, that segment, he goes into like the history of Adidas and Adidas and Puma were actually two of the same company. Like two brothers started both of those companies. Oh. Um, so that was cool to learn that okay. in that episode. Uh, so I guess like, and, and okay. So what I want to say about him going to Adidas <laughs> is he puts on sneakers and they put him like through this test and he, they go, okay, Jeff, um, we're going to record you. We're going to put a bunch of sensors on you and we're going to record you on video running down this simulated treadmill. It's like a, like a 10 foot long treadmill uh-huh. so you can sprint down it, but you're not going to go very far. But yeah. um, so they can see how your body moves while you have these sneakers on. And uh, so he puts these special sneakers on and he gets into the room and uh, he they're like, OK, they're like in the announcement chamber or whatever. They're like, mm-hmm. OK, Jeff. Um, we're going to go, we're going to need you to go ahead and we're going to activate the treadmill and we'll start it at a walk. And then as the treadmill speeds up, you'll see a green light. And then when you see the green light, we need you to run across the treadmill, please. (laughs) Okay. So this happens and, uh, then they get like, okay, Jeff, now it's time to run. And he starts running, but it's this weird, like, straight-legged, like, really pronounced arm movement No, it's because of the shoes. No, it's because of the shoes. (laughs) It's because of the shoes. No, it has to be. No, he doesn't doesn't move his knees. So it's like this this weird shuffle, fast walk forward, and he, like, shakes his hips in a weird way back and forth and, like, juts his arms out a lot. And they're like... Like the camera goes from Jeff and then it goes on the people who are watching him run <laughs> and they, they both look at each other <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then they're like, uh, uh, Jeff, actually, you'll need to like, like actually run though, because our machines need to sense you doing the running action so we can tell how you like the shock on your feet. Mm. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. 
So they start it up again. He runs the exact same way. And they're like, is, is he doing a bit? Like, is... <laughs> That's because of the shoes, Ryan. <laughs> That's how I it's, try to run in my new shoes. You have to get used to them. fucking painful to watch. I think I think this might be more so towards children, since it's a Disney show. You think so? I think so. I think that's why the Mandalorian doesn't live up. For okay, you. sure. Because yeah. it's more. It's it's Disney. That's why. That's why nobody likes the new Star Wars trilogy because it's Disney. They're... I wouldn't say nobody likes it. There is one movie out of that trilogy that I despise. I like Kylo Ren. That's all I'm saying. Kylo Ren's a little bitch. I. That's what I'm saying. He turn, <laughs> he goes from bad bitch to. To good bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's... I'm sure that was his character arc when they first put it down. Bad Bad bitch. bitch, Good bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That was J.J. Abrams in the plot room, like, thinking of Kylo Ren's character arc. Bad Mm. bitch, good bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... I mean, I don't know. That's Jeff Goldblum. That's just... I feel like it's just more towards kids. You I might feel, be right. I feel like... It's bizarre. Like anybody that saw him in Thor Ragnarok and was like, hey, that's the guy from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to be thinking of The Fly. Sure. Or, or even Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. It's... I, but I was like, I was like pretty much like almost grinding my teeth when you were talking about him. <laughs> doing that. It was just... Ugh. Yeah. I did not like that. No, it is... It's difficult, man, for real. Hmm. I don't know. I know uh, who is. I think somebody here was talking about an episode that he was doing about gaming, and I oh, guess. Oh Christ! I didn't get that far. We only watched the sneakers one. I think it's a little bit further in, like episode five or six. Yeah. I think I don't know who it was. I think it was Justin, maybe. I, I don't remember who it was, but uh, they were saying how he like there was a it was about gaming, and then he played games for like five minutes, right, and then went to like a gaming convention and then just talk to people there and like to furries and stuff like that and you know weeaboos and all them people sure i mean he was just acting weird with them and yeah i don't know i don't know i mean i might watch that one just to because it's gaming right i'm not gonna watch sneakers yeah we just we didn't know anything about the show so we just started episode one i mean you guys like sure whatever um yeah i'm not into sneaker culture or anything like that oscar yeah, Oscar might be Oscar, watch the that episode. target audience. Will and Oscar will probably come on the show and be like, "That was fucking awesome. Those <laughs> fucking sneakers, so cool." Like, Oscar, I, there's a convention for <laughs> shoes. You can trade your shoes. You can for better there, shoes. Well, and for tax purposes, you can't record it. <laughs> I mean, you can trade your shoes for other shoes. I don't oh. know if they're better shoes. I mean, like, might, it might be better for him. That's true. But he's now, sick of looking at his current shoes, yeah. thusly yeah. trades them for other shoes. He trades his Goku shoes for Vegeta shoes. <laughs> I think Does Sam like, need to go with him? Is this a sneaker anime? Oh, man. They Convention? Could go, they could go together and go halfsies. Like, they keep one shoe, the other one keeps the other shoe. They were right selling... Left. <laughs> they were selling limited runs there, like like Nike. Was theirs mm-hmm. and Adidas, Adidas as it were, Adidas selling limited runs of shoes, and they might only make like a thousand of these, mm-hmm. and like people are lined up to go to the Nike booth to buy these limited runs. I'm like, I don't get it, man. 
Like, I'll wear a pair of shoes till that motherfucker don't wear anymore, and then I throw it away, and I start wearing another pair of shoes. I just still wear them. I just put tape on them. <laughs> I glue them back together. Sneaker, sneaker geeks just had an aneurysm. <laughs> like, they're bleeding from their eye sockets right now. You well, put fucking tape on your shoes. Well, if they want, don't want me to do that, they can buy me new shoes. <laughs> right? Send me some shoes, yeah. and I'll wear I'll those. wear your fucking shoes you send me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Disney Plus, not worth it yet. I mean, they are putting out... uh, I bought a year, so I'm not, like, continually out any money for the month or whatever. But once they put out um, WandaVision and uh, Falcon, um, maybe that'll be... What's the fucking name of that show? Falcon and Deadpool? Who's the other guy? What? The Falcon and Silver Arm guy. Yeah, Bucky. Yeah. What's his his name? Iron Hand? (laughs) You mean Iron uh, Fist? Uh, the Winter Sh- Soldier. Winter Soldier! Yeah. yeah. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably going to be worth watching. I like Anthony Mackie quite a bit. I don't really care for Sebastian Stan, but yeah. I think that will be worth watching just to see him in it. Mm-hmm. He's the new Captain America. Yeah, which I'm on board with. He has America's ass now. <sighs> Clearly. That passes down. Once you give the shield, the... <laughs> They the, get the, the well-defined ass comes with it. Yes, that is America's ass. <laughs> um, Austin, you played some of uh, For Honor. Do you want to talk about For Honor or uh, Dark Pictures? Because we're about twenty or forty minutes in. Uh, I can go either or. Because I played more of For Honor than I did of Dark Pictures. Because okay. I didn't have a lot of time playing Dark Pictures. Plus, my friend that I like playing with, he got scared. He gets he gets scared very easily. Okay, and he's like, "No, I don't want to play anymore." Is no, it co op? It's co op, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you it, you control uh two character. Well, it it seemed like you controlled two characters, but for at some point, I controlled a character he controlled earlier in the game. Um, but the thing is, there's like four friends, like a Gears of War thing, where it's like you can like take a different path, or I don't I don't know. It's kind of weird. It, it didn't give me an option to choose who I wanted to play. Except okay. for except for the prologue with two characters that we chose. I'm okay. assuming that's what they choose our characters from because there's a guy named Charlie and a Joe. All and right. they don't give you no information on them at all. Just Charlie and Just Joe. Char- I'm like, hey, do you, who do you want to be, Charlie or Joe? And he's <laughs> like, Charlie because of Charlie Day from Always Sunny. I'm like, sure. That, yep, that's him. You can play as him then. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> that's him. That's the guy. That's the guy. Um, But yeah, it starts out as that and then something happens and then you play as... Uh, there are four friends going on a scuba dive, trying to find some World War II sunken ships, airplanes, something like that. What is this game? What? I don't know. It, uh, yeah, it starts out like... Okay, let's happen? for the listeners, to be... This game is called The Dark Pictures, colon, Man of Madan. Yes. Man of Madan? Madan. Madan, Madan, something like that. Man of Madan. And this is Madonna. a... Not even spiritual successor. It's in the same world as Until Dawn and made by the same developer, correct? Yeah, I don't know about the same world, but yes, but same developer. I okay, know, I know for, for sure. a fact it's same developer. And they are doing, okay, so it may not be the same world, but they are doing a anthology horror video mm-hmm. game series, and yes. this is game two? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Supermassive games Supermassive made games. Until Dawn. Okay. So... 
But and this is only on PlayStation that you're playing it? No, 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 no. It's Xbox. I think is it's it? I think it's all. I got I have it played it on Xbox, so I mean Okay. Because I know Until Dawn was PlayStation. Well, okay, that's why that's probably what yeah. I was thinking then. Yeah, yeah. Until Dawn was only PlayStation. That's why I didn't play that. I just right. watched somebody play that. And now this is the follow up to that. Yes. Called The Dark Pictures. Yep. Man of Medan. And it's supposed to be a bunch of short, kind of short horror stories. Okay. Um uh yeah, and it, it, I mean, it's just a random story about uh, four friends going scuba diving for some, uh, well, two are brothers and then two are friends that are funding the, the trip. And then you get the boat driver. Um, so there's five people all together going there. And I started out as playing the older brother, and then my friend started out as playing as a younger brother. And we kind of talked to each other a little bit, but he didn't know what to say, so he said nothing. And then my guy was talking. So I was like, dude, say something. This is making it so freaking awkward for me. Because I tell him like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to go scuba diving and we're going to do this and that, right? And then it goes to him and he has to pick a choice of what to say. It's an option to say nothing. <laughs> just, you know, it's it's an option. But I'm like, he's dude. He's just trolling you. Yeah, he basically he's just trolling me. Like, dude, say something. It's just super awkward. You guys just sitting there One-sided conversation. <laughs> it's like a single person podcast. It's really hard to... <laughs> Eventually, he started doing stuff. He started, like, actually talking. But then, like, after that, I started playing as the little brother. And then he played as somebody else on this on this little boat. And we kind of split off and we weren't talking to each other. And we were off on this little ship talking to other people while we are both playing. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool that while he's playing, I'm also playing, too. I'm actually doing something else on the boat while he's doing something on the boat. And we can both see each other walking around, seeing what we're doing, um, but okay. we don't. But we don't know exactly what the other person is doing. The other person could be kind of like messing up something, like messing up the relationship between those two brothers. Um, I think the older brother, his girlfriend, is there with him. That's one of the other people. You know, he could if he plays a big brother, he could go and say "f you, girlfriend," and then I, I earlier I could have been like, "Hey, I love you, girlfriend." You know, okay, and it's stuff like that that affects it later on in the game. And there's a one point where uh, we kind of get separated. Like they go, the older brother and the girlfriend go scuba diving while me and the other two people are on the ship. So while he's scuba diving, doing stuff down there. Is scuba diving a euphemism for fucking? They could have been fucking underwater. I mean, <laughs> we I, I didn't know what they were doing down there. So they could have been doing whatever. They did take pictures. They took a selfie down there. I know they did that. Cause there's a little camera that you can look at and you can see all the pictures that they took. Are you hearing the Nick Jonas Jealous song playing in your head right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. They start playing that too on there, man. <laughs> no, but. It's this weird cutscene where he draws a knife. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at a picture of him. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, while he's doing stuff underwater, I'm doing stuff on the ship. So, is the point to, like, coordinate with each other? Like, hey, man, don't ruin things with my girlfriend, or... Yeah, we could like, talk... Yeah, we're talking to each other okay. the entire time. I mean, I didn't really say anything, because, I mean, I didn't really... I, didn't, I don't know what he's doing exactly. He's not, yeah. he's not telling me what he's doing. I'm not telling him what he's doing. Because that kind of, like, messes up what's going on. Because if I know okay. exactly what he's doing, then I'm going to do something a, a certain different way. Okay. Because, like, at the beginning, uh, we play as, you know, Charlie and Joe. Right. And there's, like, some, I don't know, the, the military, this is, like, during World War II era. Mm -hmm. 
and they're like Vietnam or something, and they bring onto the ship some biological, natural, musky, green ooze that goes around the ship and drives everybody crazy. Okay. And so I think my character wakes up in the emergency room because he got drunk and whatever, and then the other guy got in a fight. His guy got in a fight. So he ended up in, like, the brig. So I woke up, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I find a dead body. So I have to, like, try to find him while he's, like, trying to get out of the brig and looking around and finding stuff. But I eventually find him before he can get out. You know, I get out, and then we both, you know, walk with each other. And then, you know, some people are shooting guns and stuff off, and we're trying to hide and together. I'm unsure of what the point is. Like, are you trying to out-survive him? Or, like, is it a competition, or is it actually co-op? It's actually co-op. We're both okay. trying So why, why wouldn't you tell him, like, hey, man, X deal? Like, just for story stuff, or? I don't know. Okay, okay. I, mean, I didn't I, know I, if you were, like, trying to withhold there... information because you're trying to beat him at a game, or you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess it keeps it more realistic. Okay, Because, gotcha. you know, if, we're, if I'm trying to fuck this girl, and then he goes and plays as a guy, and he's, like, messing it up, you know, I can't really... Tell him, hey, no, don't do that. Right. I, I don't want to do that. He, on, yeah. Man. Let him play how he wants yeah, to play. Yeah, let him how he's going to play, and I'll play how I want to play. Because I could go back as the guy and be like, I love you. And she's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? You right. just told me earlier that. And I'm like, and then I would be like, you know, what the fuck, dude? Why'd you do that? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I mean, at, at the beginning, uh, we get split up, and there's like the ooze starts... We start sniffing it and stuff, you know, so you start going crazy. Okay. And we got to get separated. So what happens is on my part, I walk into this room and I have a gun, all right? And there's like, I hear this little boy running around and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? This is some scary shit. And I'm seeing the little boy and he's not, you know? And then eventually we get to the part where it's like a cutscene, and I see somehow he ends up on the other side of the room with his throat cut. I'm like... Um, okay. You know, this is a little weird. And then he's having a whole different thing going on. I'll tell you in a minute what's happening there. But okay. I'm I'm in this room and I'm like, okay, he's dead. So then that little boy still shows up again. And I'm like, oh shit, here's that little boy again. He like runs into a locker. And then for some reason it gives me the option to shoot the locker. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to kill a little boy that's in the locker. That would just be weird, you know. So I go up to the locker, I open it, and the kid's face is all dead, and he screams at me, and he stabs at me, and his face turns like into like a, he was like normal at first, and I, I think it was supposed to be the guy's son or something, you see a picture of his son or something okay. like that, and the kid's like face goes deathly, and then he stabs me, and then runs away, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So on his part, kind of the same thing happened where this, uh, he sees me dead on the ground, and I'm like... Well, he's like, okay, this is a little weird. We, we weren't talking to each other. I, I made sure, like, you're going to have your own thing happen. I'm going to have my own thing happen. We'll talk about what happens at the end. Okay. <clears throat> sure got him on this episode. What the fuck? He he doesn't live around here. He's, oh. he's an online friend. Okay. Uh, But he, uh, I think he see, he, oh, no, no, no. He, he, uh, he sees me. I got stabbed or something, you know, and I, he, and apparently I tell him, hey, go hide in this locker. <laughs> You know? Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, go, run, go hide in this locker. So he does what my guy tells him because he thinks that's me telling him what to do, you know? So he goes in this locker and then the locker opens up and there's this, this fucking, the guy that was like shooting the gun around, he opens up 
and he like looks dead. He looks like a zombie. So what he what he does, like the guy he's playing as, is stab the guy. Oh, and then, but it's actually on your end. It's the yes, little boy. Yes, and the, so he stabs yes, you. Yes, dude. And then it could have been the other way around, where I shot the locker. And I would have shot and killed him. Oh my god, that's yeah. fucked up. That's yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, that's that, a super cool thing. Yep. And that, and that, because I, I looked it up, because I was like, "What the fuck happens if I shoot the locker?" And it turns out that's actually him in the locker. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, and then I went. I was like, "Dude, why'd you stab me?" <laughs> And I, I was like, "Why'd you? Why the hell did you stab me?" He's like, "Well, you were some crazy guy that was shooting the gun earlier, so I so I stabbed him, and then he he went deathly too, and then yelled at me, and then he just like had my guy had like a heart attack." Oh my god! Did yeah. he kill you? Yeah, we both died. Oh, my so he stabbed me, and I died, and he had a heart attack because of the some ghostly figure he saw imagining yeah. in his head, you know, and that and that's what kind of happens later on the game because we end up on that ship. Because okay. some some pirates come barging in and take us hostage when we're actually playing as those four those five people on that little ship, uh, and we end up going there. And I I watched a video on it a little bit, and yeah, I, I stopped at that point because it got starting to get scary. So I was like, I'm not watching this by myself. <laughs> well, you live alone too, so I do. I watched yeah, fuck that. I watched uh, Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Oh no, I have to sleep with the lights on, man. Oh no, I'm every time I see it, I just I like I feel like I turn my head and I can see that bent neck lady that that's in there and she's going to go ah. Is that I'm... is that a movie or a series? It's a series. Okay. It's a Netflix series. Okay, cuz I um one of the first scary movies I remember watching is House on Haunted Hill. It's like a uh, maybe 98 and and I guess it's actually a remake of a scary seventies something movie uh, of the same name, House on Haunted Hill. So the one the series is also based on that oh, uh, okay. thing. And um, huh. yeah, that's a fucked up movie. Yeah. And I scary. obviously when I was a kid, it was like super super scary. I don't know how it would uh, land now if I were to watch it. But you have to watch it alone with the lights off. It's a rule. <laughs> Can't watch it with someone else because then it's not scary. No, because okay. I watch. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Because I've watched I watched horror movies with somebody else, and it's just I I'm I'm more so scare the other person. I try to, I guess instead of it scaring me, I kind of like you know like you know grab their hair a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what is that? Ah, you know. Yeah. You don't let it get inside your head. Yeah, I let it yeah. get in their head, yeah. so it makes me feel better. <laughs> 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 I like doing uh, horror movie marathons um, during Halloween time. Oh, okay, I yeah. buy I buy a lot of horror movies, way more than I actually watch, unfortunately, because nobody else wants to watch the horror movies with me. Mm, too scary. Yeah, mm. but it sounds like uh, that this game might like maybe be a better play. Like have some people over yeah. to play the game. Like that sounds cool. And I know there's a uh, you can play it. Uh, online and you can play it at local too because you just pass the controller. Okay. When it's somebody else's turn playing as another person. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that plays out. I don't know how that would actually work out, but that was an option for me to do. And mm-hmm. you can actually play this game alone. There's an option that says play alone and then there's another option that says don't play alone. And the don't play alone is, you know, online and local. Okay. Um, well, I wonder if, uh, like you said, you have the option to shoot the... Uh, Locker mm-hmm. at that, and I wonder if at that point, like, 
your your playthrough would end and his would begin. Hmm. I I don't know. Would it end with him being shot in a locker? Like, I wonder how that would play if doing. I I kind of want to try that local co-op thing. Yeah. And see how that goes. That's. Yeah, I don't know how exactly that would work out. Especially if you're passing the controller. Because because we were doing it at. It was all happening at the same time. Right. You'd almost you'd I. have to do split screen. Yeah. But you'd kind of be seeing what the other person is seeing at the same time. Right. Which so, would ruin some of the fiction for yeah. sure. So I know that that first part, I don't know if they would do that split screen. Like, you know, yeah. passing the controller. I don't know. It's, so is that just one story in the seri- like in the game and then you play as a different set of characters? So or That kind of sets the setting for it. Okay. And that sets the ship that you end up going to later, the haunted ship. Okay. You know, that everybody go- goes crazy on. Sure. Um, that yeah, sets the setting and then you go play as, after that, you know, you play as the main characters on this, you know, like I said, they're going di- scuba diving and then. So that's like a prologue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it teaches you all the functions of how to play and everything at the beginning. Um, I wonder if we could do, a um, like a local co-op. Well, maybe we can play for the podcast, show, show people how that works. Yeah, we could definitely I'd be that. interested to know how that works for sure. I I yeah, because I would probably do things differently. Right. Not how I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> but I mean that I heard that the near the when once you get on that ship, it gets starts getting pretty scary and messed up, and you don't know exactly what is real and what isn't real. Yeah. Like because the same thing with Charlie and Joe. You know, you shoot the locker, you kill your friend. Right. You know, and if you don't shoot the locker, he ends up stabbing you anyways. <laughs> So, I mean, and I want, and I don't know what happens. Like, what if he doesn't stab Yeah, that's kind of was my question. Yeah. Like, is the prompt stab or not stab? Or does he only get, like, like a quick time event to stab you and that's it? Yeah, it was, it, for me, for shooting the locker, it was like a quick time event almost. Where you're supposed to aim the gun and then shoot. But I didn't aim and shoot because I was like, why would I shoot a little boy that's running around? I mean, it's kind of creepy, but it's not worth killing the kid, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty good. We got we just got to the part where it's starting to pick up, um, but that's that's when he got. I think his game froze or something, and he was like, "All right, let's play some For Honor to calm us down." Oh a my god, bit. <laughs> that was the thing that you guys went to. Yeah, <laughs> was For Honor. I'm gonna look up when did this game came out. Come out. Uh, oh, this looks fucked up. Year two? August. Oh, oh, came out in August. Okay, 2019. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I guess this is the first game in the Dark Pictures anthology. Yes. So that's cool. Yes. And I've yet to finish it, so. Yeah, you'll have to bring it, bring back the ending. Yeah. And we can talk about it. My my ending. My yeah, pers- your ending. My personal ending. So I'm assuming there's going to be different. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think I read up a little bit things like people can die, people can live. Almost almost like, you know, until dawn, you know, where people die and people live, you know, depending on your choices right. that you make. Cool. That sounds awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to take a break here, listeners, and um, we will be right back after the break. I'm Kyle. This is Steven. Together we host a show called Boy Meets World. Tell them what we cover on Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. But that's not all, is it? No. Now we cover... Life experiences. Ours. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, just check out the show, please. We really, <laughs> we really need it. Okay? We need a win. 
just check us out. We talk about the show Boy Meets World. Each episode of our show, we run parallel for an episode of Boy Meets World where we will examine the show. That's way too much. What happens, you know, our life, how it relates to it, experiences. I can't believe you're still recording. I am recording this. <laughs> check it out, guys. You'll get some hilarious stories from me and Steven from our childhood. You'll get a great... <laughs> ah, I lost it. All right, and we're back from break, everybody. We are going to do the news time. Nudes time. Nudes time. Nudes time. With the idiots of aunts. Are you ready? Best nudes. <laughs> Biggest nudes? Best nudes? The I suppose. Biggest. <laughs> All right, our first bit of news. This one was actually yours, Austin, so I don't know if you want to talk about this to jump off with. Uh, everybody loves Warcraft. Warcraft 3. Well... It was iconic. Iconic in the series. It led off to, you know, movies being made and uh, MMOs being made. Uh, and so they remastered, they remastered it. Oh, what are we... Re- remastered? Reforged There it. you go. Sorry. Yes. Reforged it. Um, and everybody loved it. The end. The end. Happy ending. Blizzard is the hero that we all deserve. Just kidding. Just kidding. They, I got a record low score of 0.8. That's, you're a liar. 0.8. Out of how many? Out of, uh, 10. (laughs) (laughs) 0.8? That's. And it's the lowest. It, that's on Metacritic. Okay. The that's Metacritic a, score is 0. 0.8. 0.8. From users or critics? Overwhelming dislike based on 6,116 ratings. Wow. That's a lot of ratings, actually. How do you even... What, isn't the lowest star rating one? How do you... You'd be that bad. <laughs> You'd just be that bad. <laughs> How do you even rate it less than a one? One out of ten. I think I think they just it was rated so bad that they have to make it a decimal. They have to put a decimal in there just to just to show that it, show it can't be zero, guys. It cannot be zero. Okay, <laughs> this can't. There's no no such thing as a zero out of ten game. Right. You know we'll we'll make it point eight. All right. You happy, guys? Now you were saying that this is the lowest rating of any game. Yes. I was I was trying to find where I read this and it was some random game that I've never heard of in my entire life. And so supposedly war they everybody hates Warcraft so much that they gave this this other game that had the lowest score ever. They gave it good reviews. <laughs> they gave it good reviews. So they could just have Warcraft be the lowest rated game on Metacritic. This is like when people were review bombing The Last Jedi. Yes. And like, I mean, The Last Jedi is totally deserving of it. It's a terrible movie. Yes. But this is very similar to that. You make the internet angry and it reacts like a rabid dog. Just like the Sonic, the Hedgehog. Yeah. The Sonic's very similar situation. Yes. It's... I, I just I just can't believe it. They promised so much for I, I did not buy it just in case for this reason. I've told you guys do not pre order. Do not pre order. <laughs> it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea, guys. And look what happens. I saw an advertisement for this game and it was like like I'm pretty sure it was 
Saturday night. Rachel and I were going into the bedroom and I had my phone and I was scrolling through news articles and I was like, oh shit, Warcraft 3 came out. Like, I might actually buy that and play it. And then that was before this fucking shitstorm really hit. Whatever day it came out, that's when I saw that it launched. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really liked that game when it was on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I played the console version on the original PlayStation and I would play that for fucking hours. And I thought, well, remastered, whatever. Like, as long as most of the core game remains intact, I don't know any of the lore or anything like that. But I guess they so under-delivered on this game that they had to issue a an apology. It says here in this new news article from GameSpot. So, uh, Randy... Jordan uh, took to the company's forums to discuss Blizzard's plans for Reforge, specifying that the team is fully committed to supporting the game and the Warcraft 3 community for a long time to come. This includes preparing a patch scheduled to go live later this week that will address mismatched color, shading modules, portrait and animations, audio bugs, UI fixes, and more. So it sounds like the thing that people are upset about is not even necessarily that what I want to say like these are functional problems that the game is having yeah in a way that Blizzard's games are normally not functionally broken like Blizzard usually polishes the shit out of their games oh yeah they're kind of known for that yeah it's it's insane it is bizarre okay so I found out the game's name that was like the lowest okay hit me okay so so I, I they the the current score now for for Warcraft Three Reforged is point five. It's not a point eight. It's 0. Holy 5. fuck! Okay, it's less. It's less. Okay, and that's from PC Gamer. Okay. Um, and they uh, so the record was held by this game called Day One Gary's Incident. <laughs> what the <laughs> Who fuck? The fuck is, okay. What is that? So and like I said, it's a it's a out of ten. You know, so that held a point four. Okay. Okay. So then the the people, you know, the internet. Yeah, the we people, the people. We the people moved it up to 0. 0.7. <laughs> <laughs> to give Warcraft 3 Reforged the title of the worst rated game ever? Yes. Wow. Just so Blizzard can see, hey, you guys fucked up. Uh, Wow. Uh, most notably, Jordan says uh, Jordan takes aim at the cutscene controversy. Many fans have noted that certain cutscenes failed to live up to what Blizzard originally sho- uh, had previously shown at BlizzCon 2018. Jordan said the lack of reanimated cutscenes was essentially to keep the original spirit of Warcraft 3 intact. This he quotes here. We did not want the in-game cutscenes to steer too far from the original game. We went a little deeper into the thought process behind that at the show. But the main takeaway is that the campaigns tell one of the classic stories of the Warcraft in Warcraft history. And we want to preserve the true spirit of Warcraft 3 and allow players to relive these unforgettable moments as they were, albeit rebuilt with new animations and higher fidelity art. We want to say we're sorry for those of you who did not get the experience you wanted, and we'd like to share our plans for what's coming next. Um, I respectfully disagree with his response. So, like, you don't remaster a game and then also have it look look shitty and then have 
people and then say to people, well, it's supposed to look shitty. It looks shitty to fucking start. Duh. Like, that's basically what he's saying here is it looks shitty because it already looks shitty. The point of a remaster is to do that thing again in a way that's better. Like, that's that's what remasters are for. Hey, 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 hey. Reforge. Okay. They didn't technically remaster it. It's different. It's different. (laughs) It's different, guys. And uh, they're running a little bit of a video here comparing the original um, to the remake. I don't think this is it. I'm pretty sure that this is Resident Evil. That is definitely Resident Evil. (laughs) But they were running a video. Let me see if I can reload this. That's an hour-long video. Yeah, I see that. I don't know what that's about. They must just be going through... uh, all the remastered <laughs> games, Re, uh, sorry, reforged, reforged and remastered games. They're they're separate things. Yeah, but there's a. Not only is the campaign a big thing, but also like the custom maps. The multiplayer in Warcraft Three was a huge thing. Well, like, it spawned Dota. Yeah, like Dota exists yeah. because of Warcraft Three. Exactly. That's that's one of the things that came from that. Yeah. And oh man, I'd play hours and hours of this when I was in high school. It's. Yeah. Here's that video. Oh. Okay. Oh God, this is a little better. Uh, yeah. The those, the monster. I don't know if it's 16 years better. Oh no, that is not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, if you look at like what Blizzard's cutscenes are in general, and how beautiful they like the Diablo yeah. Four, the Diablo Four trailer was it four or five? Whatever the new Diablo mm-hmm. trailer was, holy shit! Like that looked so good. And then you look at this and uh, the two trailers, not man, so much. It breaks my heart. It does. As, as a gamer. It does. And I don't like other than generally having played, a, you know, quite a bit of the, the main game. Like I never got into the lore, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure the cutscenes scenes. I would. read. I read books. <laughs> I got for so, real I read, I, in high school. Yeah, I, was, I read the Warcraft books. Yeah. But going back to the online thing, like, what were some of the problems people were saying there? Uh, you can't create custom maps. What? Yeah, you can't do that anymore. It's, and that's one of the big things because there's all these different people that have different types of stuff, like you know, Dota, and mm-hmm. they have like you can make custom characters like Pokemon in there, Naruto stuff like you know, yeah, you know, just stuff dumb like mod that. shit. Yeah, and that's that's what really. That's a really what the custom custom things are. It's not just people online playing against each other and, on custom maps, you know. Like, right. You know, it's 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 more than that. It's it putting is, Pokemon against Naruto. It's putting Pokemon I mean, against Naruto. Yeah. Like my dream. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to see Pikachu just tail whip this shit out of Naruto. <laughs> Back to your home. Um, and I also read a thing that said Blizzard retains intellectual intellectual property rights for anything fans make from Warcraft 3 Reforged. That's fucked up. In a way to prevent Dota from existing essentially, essentially. like you can yeah. there cannot be another Dota because it is in the user agreement by playing Warcraft 3 that you agree that Blizzard holds all that IP. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. Mhm. What a fucking shit show, man. This is, that's too much. It's, oh man. He says, uh, Jordan goes on to say in the news article that online features like clans and leaderboards are coming, but he didn't provide a date. 
for when they will go live other than the in the coming weeks time frame. This feels like No Man's Sky. It does. It remind me definitely of No Man's Sky. Okay. Like over-promised, under-delivered in so many ways. And the people or the game that people got was not the game that they thought they were getting and it was hyped as this well huge reforge of the game in this case. Yeah. And No Man's Sky was an original IP, but uh, it's it has inklings of the same level of disappointment for sure. I guess with No Man's Sky, it might be a little bit less, a little bit less of poking the bear because people didn't know really what No Man's Sky mm-hmm. was, and exploring a new universe is fun. But people totally know what Warcraft Three is and yeah. have hours, hundreds of hours into playing this game mm-hmm. where they expected a thing and that thing is not what they got yep so uh yeah here's to hoping blizzard fucking fixes that oh yeah and they're giving full refunds out oh yeah how do you uh if our listeners are disappointed in this game how do they go about finding that information you you can actually go to their website okay and you it's it's on there um i heard that there's a person that played it for five hours and they got their full refund without actually having a problem with it. Okay. Um, and they're and they've even said that they're 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 willing to they're more than willing to do that because they know that they fucked up. Man. Yeah. You know? What a weird thing. Like this is a thing that could have been solved with a soft launch. Mm-hmm. Like why not just put this like okay this is early access. Like we see games do this all the time and you get an instant fucking pass. Yeah. If you call a thing early access versus a full release, like exactly. what, what would prompt them to put this game out now in its current state? You know that they knew shit was broken. We don't, you know, they know, they knew that there were issues. No, they were like, oh, we have a very, very good fan base right now. And, uh, I think, I think we could do this guys. I think we could pull through this. <laughs> so let's, let's just push this out the door and. Our, our loyal fans will be there oh, for God. us. Until they're not, just Until like not. Bioware figured out. With a knife to their throat. Why did you release this game? <laughs> yeah, just like Bioware, God. Yeah. Fuck. Can't wait for Dragon Age 4. No, 3, technically. Because it's Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, technically Dragon Age 3. If we even get that game, fuck, we saw that teaser trailer three years ago. Hey, I heard they're, or two years ago. I heard they're doing something with it now. Oh, are they? <laughs> I'm glad you're on this episode. Malcolm uh, messaged me on Twitter, either Malcolm or Troy, and they were like, did you see that EA is playing the Mass Effect trailer? <laughs> and like, it was an EA post just playing the intro trailer for the original Mass Effect. They're they're reforging it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) They're reforging it, and like all, I think all it said at the end of the trailer was like "Adventure Awaits" or something like that. And I was like, I'm not sure this isn't just the original trailer. Like, I don't think there's anything different about this. I think this is just the intro trailer to the first game, and they're just like, remember when we made good shit? (laughs) Remember this good game? Yeah. Aren't you buy other games? Didn't you guys like this? And it's just links to like the broken ass Fallen Order and oh, Madden no. Twenty. Oh no! <laughs> Fuck! How devastating! Uh, speaking of EA and being generally garbage, um, we'll move on to our next bit of news here. Uh, there is a new lawsuit that alleges 
EA's FIFA is basically gambling. So we've heard, um, I believe there was a lawsuit against Madden. I don't remember or know where that went. But FIFA's a little bit bigger of an animal because it's one of the most popular games in the world versus just being popular in America oh, in the yeah. way that Madden is. Yeah. So FIFA is way bigger than Madden. Um, and it says, uh, this is a Kotaku article, EA's long-running conflict with the European governments over its loot box mechanics looks set to continue with two separate lawsuits filed in France accusing the company's flagship FIFA series of containing a game mode that's essentially unregulated gambling. So... As reported by a French uh, newspaper, two lawyers from Paris are filing on behalf of players who claim that the only way to quote-unquote win at the game's ultimate team mode is to spend real money on packs of players that are generated randomly, which is 100% the truth. Uh, The lawyer says here, In this game, everyone wants to have a dream team and go as far as possible. My client spent 600 euros in five months without ever getting a big player. Damn. The developers of this game mode have created an illusionary and particularly addictive system. Uh, The more you pay, the more you have the possibility of getting big players. We believe that a gambling game has been integrated into this video game because buying packs is nothing more than a bet. It is the logic of a casino that has entered... Uh, that has entered their homes. Today, an 11 or 12-year-old teenager can, without any restriction, play uh, FIFA Ultimate Team and and commit money because there's no parental control system in this mode. Belgium and the Netherlands have already taken up this issue. Hey, uh, GTA, you better watch out. (laughs) With your new casino mode. That's an (laughs) actual betting. Um, So I don't know... uh, This says uh, the best player he received was uh, Nepali's Costas Menolis. And he says, I didn't even know him, exclamation point, put so much money in just to get Menolis. People I know have put in 2,000 or 3,000 euros. It's crazy. The amount I have spent made me fall behind in my rent payments. You poor, poor man. How the fuck is that their fault, though? Because it's gambling. It's the same way that it's the fault of the casinos that you spend money there. Like, there's a reason that's a regulated industry. And it's more or less illegal most places. Because we humans are weak. A hundred percent. We like to spend money. Yep. And lose it all. The game, the house is against you, Austin. The game is rigged in their favor 100% of the time. It's really like a life lesson that you should take and... Like, really try and learn this. So, when this lawsuit fails, this guy should learn that FIFA is not his friend. No, I'm going to the casino because I could be the one to win a million (laughs) dollars. I could come out being a millionaire. You absolutely could. You and everyone else. That percentage, that that small percentage, that can happen to me. Just like the Powerball. That can happen to me. That could be me. That could be me. DraftKings has been doing commercials in Indiana because Indiana recently made sports betting legal. Mm. And they have put out a commercial with President Lincoln and Benjamin Franklin talking to each other about sports betting being legal in Indiana. And it's a cartoon. And like Lincoln has his fucking hat turned sideways and... 
Franklin has like these shades on with a fucking chain and they're talking about sports betting being legal in Indiana. And every time I see it, I mute it. I'm like, this is fucking gross. Like here are two of the greatest men in history and you're using them as like public domain representations of your stupid shitty gambling thing. Like, fuck, it's gross. Well, yeah, when you bet money, whose face do you see when you're handing over that dollar bill? Well, correct. That's why they did it. And Lincoln. But at the same... <laughs> and Lincoln. But at the same time, it's fucking gross, okay? Gross, yeah. I'm going to come out and say it right now. It's fucking gross. Fuck yeah. you, DraftKings, and fuck you, FanDuel. Uh, and fuck you, EA, for being pieces of shit. I hope this does go somewhere. Stop being a shitty company, and maybe we'll buy your fucking games. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. It's 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 EA's fault, but it's also the people's fault for getting in on this con. <laughs> or getting con, sorry. Getting getting <laughs> yeah, con. They're not in on the they're con. They're not in on it. They're losing money. <laughs> so they're they're getting conned. Well, 100%, but like it's it's the same way as any other di- addiction. Like addiction isn't a is a disease. It's not like it's not necessarily a willpower thing. True that. I I feel I feel that on the next level, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I don't. I'm not. I'm not one to spend money. So I'm not either. Like I don't. Like, Who? Who'd you say? Who did you say that it doesn't like to spend money? Who is it? I bought a new skin for Ash and Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to tell anybody on the podcast. Oh no! Because I knew you guys would give me shit. That's why we're all here, Ryan, right now. <laughs> this is an intervention. Intervention mode. Yes, this is Okay, like... let's move on. Colin. I do like to spend money sometimes, but not like I don't, you know, it's not really gambling if I know what I'm getting. Like I'm not gambling my money. I'm not doing FanDuel and go, or going to casinos. I've never been to casinos. I don't buy lottery tickets. No, it's gambling. Okay, fine. Loot boxes are gambling, 100%. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I This particular one was not a loot box. They've removed some of that from Paladins in kind of a nice a nice way. Well, they removed it for you because you're buying too many. <laughs> that wouldn't be the case, Austin. <laughs> They'd sell me more loot boxes. <laughs> no, they have to regulate it, man. They got to regulate it, remember? I'm the reason. <laughs> they got to regulate it. <laughs> All right. Next bit of news here. Uh, So this was reported on by a bunch of different people. Uh, We saw pictures of what the back of the Xbox Series X looks like. This was a a little while ago, actually, like a couple weeks ago, and we didn't talk about it because there wasn't anything to say. She's like, okay, yep, uh, here's a picture of the back of the console. Uh, But there are more details that have come about as to what exactly the ports are on the back of the console. So what we have here is we have a power port, presumably... We have an HDMI out only, two USB-A yeah. ports, uh, 3.0 ports, yep. and, uh, an Ethernet port, an optical out port, and then this mystery box at the in the middle of the back of the console. It doesn't look like anything. Like, it's just a, a flat rectangle, probably the size of two HDMI ports put together, somewhere around there, um, going long-wise. And there was speculation as to what this thing would be because it does not, I mean, one, the console itself just says prototype and two, like if this is the final build, what would this even be for? Some thought it was like 
used only for dev kit purposes. Like maybe there's an attachable thing that helps you read the frame rate or whatever. I don't know why you wouldn't run that through USB, but Microsoft could have come up with a proprietary thing, um, being that it is their console. So, uh, According to a handful of articles and reports that are coming out, this says um, the long rectangular port may also be a storage expansion slot uh, and it is being reported on by uh, Therat.com. Paul Therat is a, uh, like a Microsoft insider and he gets a lot of special information and he's usually right about the information that he gets. So... They're uh, calling this a, a storage expansion slot. Now, I don't exactly know what that means. Like, so the hang up with the current Xbox One X is the it only has a terabyte hard drive and it doesn't have an SSD. It has a regular hard drive. So if this has an SSD, SSDs are very expensive. So you can, if you want to limit the price of your console, then you have to limit the amount of space that you put in the console. And even if it has a terabyte SSD, those run around $100 retail. And I would imagine if you're buying hundreds and hundreds, thousands, millions of them, you'd get some type of a cut there. Yeah. But still, if that's a fifth to a tenth of the count, the console price is in the hard drive alone, then you're going to have to cut back on other places. So if what this port is, is some type of like, I want to, I want to call it like a firewire plugin for an external drive. Like, are we going to have maybe uh like a, so in the 360 era, you could expand the memory in the 360. And that was a specially made case that you could buy. Yes. Like the, the console memory was upgradable and you could buy that and attach it to your yep. console and it was a bigger hard drive. Yep. So what if Microsoft sells like a, uh, like a case that specifically fits this port and say the case is like 50 bucks and what it is is in a, in a closable hard drive case. So what you would do is buy a laptop SSD and close it in that case. That way they can have some type of because uh, my guess would be this port is to prevent people from hacking it because otherwise you just have it via plugged in plugged in via USB. Yeah. So um, if you have it plugged into a specific case with a specific port like the connect, mm -hmm. then it's harder for people to just like plug it in and hack it. Yeah. Uh, so my guess would be if this is for expandable memory, then maybe it's some type of external case that you put a hard drive in and then plug that into the back of the console and you can run your games off the hard drive just like you do now with current Xboxes. But those do plug in via USB. What do you think, Austin? Is this the only picture we have? Yeah. It? Yeah, this is pretty much it. Nothing on the sides. We don't have any pictures from the sides. Um, just one picture of the back showing the ports. Yeah, I mean, there doesn't look there's another spot for uh, extra storage to be put on there. I mean... Yeah, they, they don't... In this article, they don't mention the 360 having expandable storage. Um, they do talk about the ability to uh, expand the storage of the Surface devices, the Laptop 3 and the Pro X. Um, 
but that requires the total replacement of the hard drive. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty common in PCs where you pull out the hard drive and put a new one in. Yeah. But you won't want, like Microsoft's not going to want people cracking this thing open. Oh, heck no. And even in the PS5, like the PS, or sorry, the PS5, the PS4 has expandable memory too, right? You just put a new laptop hard drive in that? That I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure you can. And that... For the PS4, that doesn't void your warranty, but if you were to do something like that on Xbox One, oh, yeah, that definitely, it definitely yeah. voids your warranty. Yep. So my guess is this is Microsoft's play to get around that, um, whatever this and this this hookup ends up being. I think it's going to be some type of like external shell that they sell. It just look, it's dark and scary in there. <laughs> you just can't see what's in there. It's everything else you can see perfectly. Right. You know, you know exactly what it is. And then you have this mysterious. Just an empty hole. Just an empty square rectangle thing. And all it has above it is just a line. Yeah. What does that even indicate? What's that indicating? That white line right above it. What does that even mean? Like. So I I think what they'll do, like I was saying, is sell that external case rather than trying to sell you. um, Like because you had to buy Microsoft's hard drives for the 360 Mm -hmm. and a lot of times those were much more expensive than hard drives of the same amount for PCs. And with the way that they have been treating gamers as people and not ways to get money, uh, like money siphons, Mm -hmm. I think that it would be a stronger play for them to sell an enclosure rather than selling a separate device that has memory on it. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. I'm kind of thinking like you put your, like, you have the Nintendo Switch little game, the actual game. The game cart, yeah. Yeah, you put those in there. Maybe you could put You think it's a Switch game cart? Yeah. It's a little big, I think. You can't tell. Well, here's an HDMI port. It's like two of those. You put two games in at once. (laughs) And then that will uh, play both. Are you... Well, no one has a disk drive on the front. We've seen the front of it. So they it wouldn't also take cart games. I suppose what they could do would be to make some proprietary cart, but that would be the same thing as the Xbox 360 hard drive as replaceable cuz you Oh, I don't know, man. Cuz if you if they gave you like if this is an adapter for like a like a phone adapter you know, the little mm-hmm. cards for phones. If this yeah. is an adapter for one of those, then that would also limit that amount of memory because those are kind of like you can get a terabyte one of those, but they're still 400 bucks. Yeah. So that wouldn't net you enough memory. You'd have to do you'd have to do a straight up SSD instead of going too small with the form factor to make it monetarily worth it for people. I would say, I don't know. I mean, the console, presumably the console is going to be around $500. Yeah. I can't imagine they, like, that seems to be the sweet spot. 360 launched at 300 The Xbox One launched at 500 with a Kinect and quickly went down to 400 And then the PlayStation 3 launched at 600 and that was more than people were willing to pay. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be like 500 is the sweet spot for them. Uh, go... Go ahead. This is also a prototype too, so I mean that could sure. be sure something that they're working on or that they're thinking they want to do and could be something totally different by the time they're done. Yeah. We are going to move on to some more next gen news. 
So this comes to us from IGN. PS5 price is quote unquote a balancing act and may be influenced by Xbox Series X price. Um, so Sony hasn't fully decided on a price for the PlayStation 5 yet. It seems this is due in part to wanting to see how its competition is priced as well as a number of other monetary factors. Sony had its Q3 earnings call this week during which it announced that the PS4 had just had its lowest Christmas sales period. In total, 6.1 million units were moved during Christmas 2019 compared to 8.1 million units sold in Christmas 2018. So the CFO uh, said here that he intends to ensure a smooth transition for Sony from the PS4 to the PS5, but he was questioned on how he will do this and asked how much Sony uh, and asked which cost Sony can control. The answer is it's complicated when it comes to how Sony will price the PS5. He said, first, we must absolutely control the labor cost, um, the personnel cost. It must be controlled uh, and it leads to what should be recognized as a cost. Okay. <laughs> I think this is translated. Yeah, this is obviously translated. We will definitely control that. Holy fuck. <laughs> Was Trump giving this out? <laughs> It'd be the best. Dis- <laughs> It'd be the best console for the best price. It'd be the biggest. The biggest console. It's huge. <laughs> Fucking huge. Uh, and the initial ramp up. And the initial ramp up, how much we can prepare initially, we will work on the production and the sales. This says nothing. What the fuck? Uh, What is not very clear or visible is it's because we are competing in the space. So it's very difficult to discuss anything about the price at this point of time. Uh, And depending upon the price level, we may have to determine the promotion that we are going to deploy and how much cost we are prepared to pay. So it's a question of balance. And because it's a balancing act, it's very difficult to say anything concrete at this point of time. But when I said a smooth transition, we mean that we will definitely choose the optimal approach and that we would try to have the best balance so that we will be profitable in the life during the life of this product. <laughs> Could you read that again? Okay, I don't understand. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just <laughs> let's uh, work it down from the top here. All right. Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. You didn't answer anything. No. No, I'm not even sure he said it's just a balance. Just a balance. It's a balance. Uh Fuck. Everything has to be balanced out. The cost and how much. <laughs> and the price. And the price. Those two things and all the other, the costs and don't, for sure. Don't, don't forget about the balance. And the labor. And we'll, we'll make money, um, but we'll consider the labor. And don't, although. And don't forget the balance. The, oh, fuck. I already, already forgot about the balance. Um, so, like yeah, I don't know. Times. He doesn't even, like, necessarily say anything about Microsoft. Uh is Sony based in China? Japan. Japan. Yeah, Sony's a Japanese. Okay, company. they're Japanese. Okay. Um They got the coronavirus too. It's very difficult to discuss anything at this time about the price point. And depending upon the price level, we may have to determine the promotion. So this doesn't really sound like 
they are considering what Microsoft is going to do. Like, is this how you're reading this or no? Because no, he says is. labor, okay. Uh, ramp up, okay. Production, okay. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Like, volume's definitely going to matter. Yeah. Um, yep. The only thing he says, it's because we are competing in the space. That's the only thing he references, but I'm not sure. Well, I think that's, and then he says it's difficult to discuss the price at this point because they don't know how much all the other Is new that, consoles are okay, going to be coming out okay. as. That's what it. Just because we're competing in the space. So yeah, I suppose he is referencing what Microsoft's going to do here maybe. But he does not delve into that at all. No, he doesn't. Because later, just moving on from that, he says the price level will determine our level of promotion uh, that we are going to deploy. So. Maybe IGN just fucked up yeah, the this, translation. Maybe, because that is really poorly translated. Uh, I wish we had his audio to, to listen to it in real time, but. Uh, we would need Sam here to translate then. Fuck, I forgot. Yep. Because it'd be in Japanese and not yeah, American, exactly. American language. So, yeah, I guess they don't really have a lot of this stuff nailed down. But the PS5 is going to, like, they were going to talk about that soon, right? Like, I didn't I hear whispers of them having some sort of PS5 reveal event? Yeah, I thought it was supposed to come out sometime at the end of this year for the holiday. Yeah, they, earlier in the... God, ads. The fuck? Earlier in the year, they were talking about uh, a February reveal for the PlayStation 5. Oh. Um, and I thought they had initially talked about a date for that thing, but I guess not. So it says, we've begun to share some of the incredible features you can expect from PS5. They did launch a website for the PS5, but they're not ready to quite fully reveal the next generation. So... Just a quote from that website, sign up below to be among the first to receive updates, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I guess they're not really ready to talk about that stuff. I know in December they had mentioned something about possibly revealing that stuff in February, but I wonder if they knew about the the reveal that the Xbox One X was going to do, or sorry, the Xbox Series X was going to do at the game awards, you know, I wonder if they knew that information. And so they were like, we're going to talk about it too. You know, that kind of thing. I think they're once Xbox talks about theirs, then PS five will come out and be like, yep, it's this much. Well, unless this happens around E three though, presumably at E three, we'll get a price. That's what I'm thinking for Xbox. Yeah. So are we thinking we will not get a price for the PlayStation until E three? Or after E3? I, I think I, I read something on here. It said that they're basically playing chicken almost with right. Microsoft. Right. And I think that's what they're doing. They're like, oh, we're going to release information about the PS5 in February. And then they're like hoping Xbox <laughs> oh, is like, no, 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 we're going to do, do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it first. <laughs> so we're going to have all this. Over here. here we go. And then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to have ours $50 cheaper, you know. We got right. all this other better stuff. Yeah, Microsoft's launching at 500 PlayStation comes mm -hmm. out at 450 Yeah. They gotta pull some sneaky shit. If if that happens, yeah. if Microsoft comes out and says five hundred, and then PlayStation comes out and says four fifty, you think Microsoft says, "Well, ours is four fifty now too"? 
I don't think so. Reprint the signs. We're going to send it to all the... Walmart, don't put those out yet. That's not how much account... Slash those prices. <laughs> put them on clearance. Yeah. This is clearance. Yeah, it's a clearance Xbox Series X. <laughs> we just got these. We are putting them on clearance. Put them on end cap up at the front. Ooh, make sure they're... In, in front, front of the PS5s. In, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. That, that might happen. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Microsoft's gonna bring down their price. No, you uh, think they'll leave it? Unless it's like some huge difference, like PS Five for some odd reason goes down to three fifty. You know. Yeah. You know. Some something like that. I think that. the lowest possible amount would be four hundred because he talked about in that bit of speech mm-hmm. there specifically about the cost of the console yeah. and making sure that they're making money on the console sales yeah which i don't necessarily think microsoft is concerned about that oh no 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 yeah no uh-huh. like they're i think microsoft's a big enough company mm-hmm. that they are not necessarily worried about the losing a little bit on the console side especially like if they can get you into something like Game Pass, yeah, and Xbox Live Gold, where they're selling you a service mm-hmm. and they are getting a recurring revenue stream on the service as opposed to making money on the sales of the console, that's where the more money lies for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think let's say E3 comes around, which I'm fuck, I'm so excited for E3. Uh, and Microsoft reveals 500 bucks. And then Sony comes out and says 450. Rather than come out and say, okay, well, we're going to do the 450 thing as well, I think the more likely bet would be Microsoft will say, okay, hey, buy the Xbox Series X and you get six months of Game Pass. Ooh. You know, yeah. that's a okay. $60 value ish, you yeah. know. Yeah, you get six months or a year Game Pass, yeah. whatever they want to do. Like, they'll, I feel like they could make the sales pitch better for the Xbox without actually slashing that price. Yeah, they got a lot more going. Yeah, man, I didn't think about that. I was thinking you were going to say, like, oh, you're making it 450 Well, we're making ours 550 now. <laughs> <laughs> we're so confident that yeah, we're going to yeah. get all these sales that we're going to make it even higher than you guys. No, they they won't do that. I mean, they already shot themselves in the foot in this generation. They're not about to yeah. shoot themselves in the foot for the next generation. Oh, no, and I not. think if if Phil Spencer's play doesn't work, like if they don't lead this next time out, if they're not beating the PlayStation to the punch here, like I think that maybe the Xbox might not make it another generation. They'll just go straight to PC, yeah. Right. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, like, yeah, they may yeah. not make another yeah. Xbox after this that's true. if this play doesn't work for mm-hmm. them. And that would be a bummer. Do you think there's, they would, if, they, if this did work, they're going to make more systems? Yeah. I think if this Cause... one's successful, we could get, like, a disc list... Like an all digital based console, especially not not you do you don't want to muddy the waters this year. So 2020 will be the Xbox Series X, but possibly 2021 you could be looking at an all digital version and maybe okay Series X launches at 500, mm-hmm. maybe bump that down to 450, 400, 425 ish for the for the holiday the following year, mm-hmm. and then possibly do 
like in a digital edition at 350. Hmm. So hmm. cut out the disc drive, save yourself a little cash there, not putting a Blu-ray drive in. I mean, that was the only reason that I know a lot of people that bought that that all digital Xbox oh, had oh, 150 really? bucks. Like that's that's a fucking steal. I mean, I do barely use that uh disc uh disk drive, so I mean Yeah. I, I never put discs in my console. I could use a digital version for sure. Hmm. I mean, other than not really having a big enough hard drive, but that's a separate argument. Oh yeah. For sure. Uh okay, moving on. Next bit of news. This is probably gonna be our last bit of news here, actually. Uh, PlayStation survey hints that PS4 remote play could soon come to Switch. So this comes to us from Polygon here. Austin's shaking his head already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the Sony sent out an email survey, and it was specifically talking about the remote play feature of the PS4, which I think is a version of Microsoft's game streaming, but from what I've heard, one doesn't have as many games and two doesn't run as smoothly. Have you tried this, Austin? I have not. Okay. Why would I do that? Well, I don't know. You have a PS4, yeah? Yes. Well, I thought maybe you tried it. I think I saw an ad. So according to the Reddit post, uh, the survey discussed remote play on a variety of devices, including the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox One. It even asked about using remote play on, oh, the non-gaming devices thing like Apple TV and Android TV. So that's weird that they specifically call out both of those rival consoles. I would maybe argue that the Switch is not necessarily a rival console, but the Xbox One certainly is. And we have Google Stadia and Project Mm -hmm. xCloud already kind of doing those things in a similar way. Um I think the the Project X Cloud skews more closely to what this PlayStation thing is than Stadia probably does. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can already use both of those on Android devices and iOS devices as well as Macs and PCs. Um, I don't I don't know that you can use Project X Cloud on PCs or Macs yet, but um, this says you can. I have not. If you can, I have not tried that. I haven't tried it either. Um, so, yeah, they may be just... This article says they may be just measuring player interest, but I would think that player interest would be pretty fucking high. Like, playing your PlayStation games on a Switch? Just like if Microsoft sent me a survey and be like, hey, do you want us to put a Xbox Game Pass or an uh, Xbox uh, Project X Cloud app on Switch? Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Hell yeah. Even though those aren't the best controllers, it would be a great way to play that on the go. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I don't know that any of the other alternatives are great ways to play it either. The little controller contraptions that they've come out with so far. So, yeah, nothing definitive here, but I just kind of wanted to talk to you about it. Would you play PlayStation games on your Xbox, Austin? Yes. Yeah? If I could, I definitely would, because I use my Xbox more than my PlayStation. Right. And then the only reason I have a PlayStation is for those PlayStation exclusives that they get that are Mm. amazing. Um, If I could play it on my Xbox, then eh, why not? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean... Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, 
even if they did, like if PlayStation did a feature where you didn't need a console to play those games, like remote play, like let's say remote play is just like Project X Cloud. I don't know that it is, but it's a let's say it's a sub- subscription service where you can play the remote play games on any device that's not a PlayStation and say the Xbox one is one of them. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I'd sign up for that service to play God of war. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're going to just let me stream that to my Xbox. Get out of here. Like, obviously I'm going to do that. There's no way I wouldn't. I would, I would probably pay more than I pay for game pass for the ability to play God of war on my Xbox. So, so this is saying that you don't technically need to own a PlayStation. I don't know. That's my. I don't. I don't know how remote play works. I, I would think you would have to have your PlayStation on, and then have the game up, and then you're basically streaming it to your, your whatever platform you're going to use it on. So you think it runs like the console streaming, yes. and not like Project X Cloud. Yes, that's that's. Boy, this these waters are getting so muddied. Like by the st- stipulations of this stuff, and like well, nothing's for, what, yeah, nothing's what concrete. you can play where, and yeah, it's always a, it's a moving fucking target all the time. <sighs> Obviously, we don't know any of this. This is all speculation right now. So, remote play confirmed. Remote play is basically console streaming. Okay. So you would need I would uh, you know need to own a. PS4 to yep. make this version of it work. Yep. The other thing I forgot, the other thing is PlayStation Now. Yeah, this is their on-demand game service. So PS PlayStation Now is their on-demand game service. So yeah, I guess the survey specifically takes asks about the remote play and not about PlayStation Now, which I feel like we should start considering those things one in the same instead of this ridiculous separation between the two because you're ultimately streaming them. It just matters where the only difference is where the data is coming from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, all right. This is uh, going off of that news here. I sent this to Colin. So there's a new app that is launching on Xbox in beta form. um, And it streams PC games to Xbox one. So you've had the ability to go the other way via the Microsoft Xbox app Mm -hmm. where you could play your console games on your play or on your uh, PC. But this is now going the other direction. So this app is called Rainway and um, it says Rainway allows users to stream their desktop games top games from a host PC to their console. For example, players can use their PC to stream a game of Shenmue 3, a title that's unavailable on Xbox, to their console. And <laughs> the <laughs> this is a quoted press release here. With the release of the Rainway for Xbox beta, users can now enjoy their favorite games such as Neo, Journey, Beyond Two Souls, Shenmue 3, Detroit Become Human, and other PC exclusive titles on their Xbox One. Yeah. So you will, uh, savvy listeners, will notice that almost all of those games, if not all of those games, are all PlayStation PlayStation. exclusives. (laughs) So any game that Sony has also brought to PC 
which is that list of games there, uh, probably among others. Holy shit. You are now able to play those games on your Xbox through your PC. So I would imagine you'd have to own them on Steam. Yeah. Would be the way to do this here. Um, But yeah, this is cool. So it says Rainway for Xbox gives players the freedom to enjoy high quality graphics of a PC, but from the comfort of their couch on the big screen, our games first UI offers their own personal Netflix for games right in their living room. Uh, Users can expect features such as 4k streaming, local multiplayer co-op voice chat, and much more to make an appearance. Rainway for Xbox is also the first app offered by Rainway Inc to provide parental controls or whatever. Um, so yeah, I was going to download this on my PC. I don't own any of those games. Um, but this sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, And it's kind of a big fuck you to Sony in a couple of different ways, having their games, calling their games out specifically in the posting as playing on Xbox is kind of hilarious. Um, I'm not super interested in most of that list, but I would play Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Rachel uh, asked me recently if I had I had ever tried that game because she seemed like she said it would seem like a game that I would be into, considering how into sci-fi I generally am. But yeah, that was one of the games I talked about for Game of the Year yeah, last. I remember. Year. Yeah. I think it made it pretty far on that list too before we it finally did. yeah finally removed it. That still is funny though. <laughs> the PlayStation games. Yep. Yeah. And other PC exclusive titles <laughs> on their Xbox One it says here. Oh, so they're just saying all the PlayStation games and and PC exclusive PC. titles. PC, okay. But I, you know, obviously VR stuff's not going to work. Oh no, yeah. No, um no. I mean one of the reasons I got that Oculus is so I can play Half-Life Alex when that launches. Have like it, oh in March. really yeah yeah I didn't hear about that oh, wow any listeners who haven't checked out the trailer for Half Life Alex we're gonna watch it right now and we're actually gonna get out of here too yeah uh, it's been great chatting with you guys this has been cra- crazy train of thought episode whatever the fuck we're on Austin thank you for being on the show yes listeners dear listeners I hope you enjoyed this episode and um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you get a chance the link is below in the show notes Uh, you can follow that link to go ahead and leave us a review like i was saying check us out on all major platforms on twitter at the idiot savants you can email us at the idiot savants at outlook.com all right later goodbye that's all folks Okay. You just gave me chills. <laughs> nope. It avoided my PC. We are all good. Whew. <sighs> it could have been bad. I should probably clean it up though. Let me get towel. It's a bad spot for a water cup. Where's your lid? Oh, it's just a regular Where's cup. Where's your lid? <laughs> I don't have a lid. You need a straw. That would have been a good idea. Where was your idea 10 minutes ago, Austin? I did say it. I I said it right when I walked in. Hey, where's the lid for that? (laughs) 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 My 
I'm home- very concerned with spilling water everywhere I go. Where's your fucking lid? My homeowner uh, <laughs> senses kicked in. <laughs> hey, you're closer for that. <laughs> now buy a new fucking table because you can't use a coaster. <laughs> That what you tell your uh, nephews that come over? Yeah, I already had one of them spill their drink in my on my carpet. For real? Yeah. I was like, oh my god. We told you to keep it over on the table, but right. he brought it with him. Yep. And he specifically said. Yes. So I made him clean it up. Did you really? Drink all the fluid out of the carpet. <laughs> no. Drink all the fluid out of the carpet. It's still recording, so. So it wasn't that bad, is what you're saying? Yeah. Behind the scenes, Ryan spills his drink. 